2: Lathandra looking to get side of thought. away from Davis 3-1 running! Three points running!
1: Hello, everyone. It's been a while. And welcome back to the Elm Park Rules podcast. We are at the 8th of July at the moment, 5 p.m., <laughs> just in case there is a little bit of news this evening. Fingers crossed there might be. Thought um, we'd bring you a summer update where we are what's been going on at the club. And to discuss this with
2: me, I've been joined by Mr. Paul Man. Are we enjoying our summer, Paul? Yeah, we are. It's 26 degrees outside and we're recording a pod. It makes complete sense, doesn't it? I mean, only, only lunatics do that kind of thing. I've enjoyed the fact that we haven't lost for a few months. It's been absolutely beautiful. Um, it's just wonderful.
1: Countless months now, countless months since we lost... And uh, also joining us is new, newly founded—is that the right term for it? Newly minted presenter. I don't know what it Proud. is. Guys, nice. no, no,
2: newly announced. Thank you. Newly <laughs> announced. Newly, newly
1: announced. announced.
0: B- BBC Berkshire presenter, Jacob South that's me. I've been completely overwhelmed with the dozens and dozens of signings that Reading have made in the last few weeks. Um, I've also over the summer completely forgotten what. Paul looks like um than what our kit looks like anymore I've just purged it all you know it's it's blank slate and uh that's why yeah let's let's run the roll over all of the exciting stuff that hasn't ha- hasn't happened at, at the club this summer because you know let's let's roll it all the way back until
1: what the start of June. uh we lost multiple players very very quickly. Um, and the first one out of the door was probably the most predictable one of them all, John Swift on his way to West Brom. Good move or bad move for John Swift,
0: Jacob, and then good move or bad for West Brom? Uh, Entirely predictable it was going to go. I'd made my peace with it really before the beginning of last season we knew that the day would come he was never going There were, it was strange because the closer and closer it got to his contract running out there were these stories coming out um saying that mark bowen who we'll probably also talk about in a second you know he's back isn't he um he apparently held positive talks with swift's people but whether that was some sort of spin on the club's part to make it seem like we'd made a loose and half hearted attempt at keeping him, you know, we'll maybe never know. But in terms of whether it's a good move for Swifty or not, I think a lot of running fans, myself included, were surprised that he settled for West Brom in the end. Because putting aside that, um, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Gourlay, <laughs> Ron Gourlay's um, long lost brother, uh, Ron Gourley is now king of the castle at West Brom, and obviously. Has um, I read a stat that um, Gourley signed Swift for three separate clubs now because he originally signed him as a youth player for Chelsea, signed him for Reading under Stam, um, or Stam under him, and now for West Brom. So, Swift will be getting a payday from, from Gourley surely, but I, I really think he could have set his high, his sights high. I mean, he might not have had any Premier League moves on the table, but we know Leeds are interested for a while, and you know, our West Brom even though they are making signings this summer, are they really going to be best placed to to go up next season? We'll have to see. But I don't begrudge Swift the move. He was better than us. or the, In terms of quality, he was our best player on, on paper for for a long time. And, you know, I, I wish him well. I just think he could have done a bit better than the baggies. I feel like he's probably on... Uh,
2: Ron Gourlay is probably on his Christmas card list, though, isn't he, Paul? i think he's probably partly his agent by the sound of what jacob was saying <laughs> it sounds a little bit kind of um i don't know no that's a joke don't come at me legally there um i don't know west Brom is a weird move isn't it i spoke to john swift at the gala and he obviously spoke to loads of other people as well but i said to him last thing i said to him is oh good luck in the premier league and he looked at me and he's like mm, not sure <laughs> not sure and I didn't really kind of like work it out. I thought he was just thinking, oh, that's pissed up, Paul. I'm going to like totally ignore that.
0: I'm <laughs> pissed care. up, Paul. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nickname that'll stick. i have got to be careful. <laughs> and I thought, that's fair
2: enough. But actually, looking back with like hindsight, yeah, that will stick as well. But <laughs> you're like, you just think, yeah, West Brom? I mean, they've probably given him a massive contract because Gourlay's there. But I don't feel... I feel he should be in the Premier League, not starting every week in the Premier League. But I feel he should be in a squad that's probably like just been promoted or going to be down the bottom. I, I don't really think... I mean, are we sure that West Brom are going to be right up there? I'm not. I'm not convinced at all. I mean, what do you think, Alex?
1: Yeah, I think it's difficult. West Brom, maybe they'll be up there. The league doesn't seem that strong in terms of like teams in and around the league this year um so it's, i don't know it's really difficult to see whether west brom will be at the top of the league near the top of the league at the moment i mean if they are and they get promoted then great john swift is probably going to be like a key piece for that and he's gonna um he's gonna you know obviously be a key player for them and presumably then go on and start in the premier league for them but if they don't get promoted what happens like you're in a second year of a three-year deal at west brom and you're still playing in the championship it's, it's it just seems that seems an odd move but like you both said if he didn't get many premier league offers what's he going to do he doesn't have that choice or option really does he
0: well uh, a couple of people on on twitter saying how Reading fans have got to kind of come to terms with the fact that, as far as the championship food chain goes, we are right down at the bottom now. And and even a move to a team that in in the past we might have considered like a sideways step, um, now it's you, you know mean you, like we, a are or a Cardiff, Jacob? <laughs> oh, oh no, I know where this is going. But uh, no, it's it's. I I think if Swift does perform at West Brom, he might well end up getting. Another move that, you know, and and, and his ceiling might not necessarily be West Brom, but that's where he is for the time being. One thing we haven't even mentioned is who he's going to be playing under at West Brom, and that's Steve Bruce. I mean, is John Swift really a Steve Bruce player? Because when you think of a Steve Bruce side, then it's not necessarily like free-flowing, creative football. And, you know, maybe that's part of why they sign if They're crying out for that, that spark that we know he can provide but I just on on several fronts I I just am a little disappointed I mean if, if it's fair play to him good luck to to John he's given us years of service but just a shame that he's he's ended up in the deep dark Midlands
2: yeah totally I think we should move on to like a positive fact that we've made a signing today in Therese Fauna so he could be an answer to like it could be the replacement for Josh Lauren Who knows? He could be a totally different player. I've seen that he's like far more slight than him. Because Josh Lauren is actually a unit when you actually see him and everything. So, but he's done well. He's done okay in uh, League One. Shrewsbury fans absolutely loved him. Um, It could be a positive sign. He's on loan from Nottingham Forest. He's got a lot of things to prove. He's only 22 years old. What do you think on it, Alex?
1: Yeah, so the impression I kind of got from what I've read about him and and how he played last season was that it appears like he's a bit, Similar to um, to Pele when he was here a couple of years ago, he plays this like he's not a destroyer. He's not like a you know a, a player who will sit in front of the back four and, and basically just you know win the ball back for you and and, um, and act as that sole defensive midfielder on his own. Um, but he's very good at like recycling the play, being the person who will pick the ball up from the defense and, and moving the ball forwards. Um, so I'm hoping that you kind of have a replacement for, you know, for, for Laurent probably, but I feel like he's probably going to almost, depending on what formation we play, because it's giving us a lot of options. Well, it's giving us more options. Let's be honest. Um, I feel like he's probably going to come in and hold that Danny Drinkwater role of last season of, of just sitting in front of the defense and being almost like the, you know, the quarterback of the of the team who's going to move the ball forwards for you. Um, to, to your, you know, more creative attacking players. I think it's, a you know, it's a it's a signing that we'd all probably have been reasonably happy with. A guy who's played, what, 25 games last, uh, 20 games last season. I think it was 20 games the season before, certainly um, in League One, or 30 games the season before in League One for Plymouth. And he's done well at both clubs by all accounts. It's, you know, I think it's a sensible signing. So
0: I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it. I think importantly as well, it, he's a midfielder. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, because up until recently, our only quote-unquote senior midfielder on the books, and he wasn't even that senior, was Dejan Tatek. Because I know we're we we we're trying to limit how much we talk about the, the crushing losses of Andy Renamata and Josh Laurent to, to rivals, no less. But as well, like, for, like USA and Alex, He's going to be a useful asset in that he he sounds... I was reading today, I think it was Salopcast on Twitter, gave a, a good assessment of his qualities. And he sounds pretty press-resistant, good under pressure, good at receiving the ball out from the back, like you say. He um More similarities to Josh Laurent than we think, in that he's come from Shrewsbury, like Josh Laurent. What is it about us signing players that have played for Shrewsbury? Because you've got Laurent, Dave Edwards, we don't talk enough about him. With good whoa, whoa 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 <laughs> 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 we
2: probably don't need to Do you to not appreciate this no. new signing with dave edwards jacob <laughs> oh nice, dear nice I, I mean sure dave edwards was a nice guy but when he came to us yeah he, he was on slowdown wasn't well it? it's, yeah.
0: it's 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 going to be where um it's it's going to be all about where um for uh Fauna plays for us because if we do play him in the number six role rather than try him as like a, an out-and-out rhythm or to number eight replacement, hopefully he'll do well for us. He's got a spotless injury record. He's young. It makes sense for both clubs because Forrest want to develop him. We want his immediate quality for next season when it comes to just staying up and, and not going down. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It kind of has the feel of a signing that Reading would have made in the, in the deep distant past. Don't you think, Alex?
1: I mean, it, it also helps that he's played for Reading before. Long ago, granted, um, but he he was in the academy back in must have been under Nigel Adkins I think. Um, when we got relegated from the Premier League. He played in the under twelves or under thirteens, he was saying, I think, in his interview. So he knows some of the players already. He knows he's gonna know McIntyre, he's gonna know Holmes, presumably might know Southwood. Um so there's at least some kind of a relationship there with some of the players already, which is, is got to be a good start.
2: Uh, yeah, thinking about Luke Southwood, that's going to be a tricky one, isn't it, for him this season? That really is. I think there's a lot of signals coming out about two goalies coming in, which we could go on to now. But I think... Joe Lumley. Well, I mean, there's mixed reviews from Middlesbrough fans. Let, let's be totally honest about this. There's kind of some of them saying, yeah. I think great. Mix is being very generous. I think it is. I think it is. But he's signed for us. I want to be positive. I want to be positive about him. So, yeah. Now, if you look back on the kind of YouTube reels of uh, players, sometimes you can pick out one or two moments and it makes them look like the best player in whatever position they are in the world. But um, unfortunately for Joe, there's quite a few clangers from last season. But on the flip side of that, I think they had something like 16 or 17 clean sheets. So you can look at that either way. And if you're a Middlesbrough fan, you're probably thinking that's because we had such a solid defence. So he never actually got to touch the ball. But I'm going to be positive and think we've got to start with him, give him a clean kind of like slate with us and move on with us. He does give me slight vibes of lots of goalies that we've signed. And one in particular that we signed that was from Watford. And I can't remember his name now. Jonathan Bond. <laughs> Jonathan Bond. He gives me those oh, kind Bond. of vibes. Oh, yeah. Dear. But yeah. let's hope that's wrong. And I hope he's hope he does really well. One thing that Middlesbrough all, fan, all fans said, he's a lovely bloke. So that's not a bad person to have in the dressing room, is it? Seems to be
0: a bit of a theme. Like With the new recruitment structure we've got in, in place, they keep on mentioning the importance of getting in the right characters. And I think that's something that Reading have lost somewhere along the way in, in, in years recently. But I think not. We, we've mentioned uh, Lumley, but um, it, another addition to our ever-growing collection of goalkeepers is um, Adam Federici's regen of football manager, which is Dean Bazzane's. <laughs> I had to do a double take when they showed a picture of him after his time because it was a signing that came out of nowhere and honestly for a good like 10 seconds it, um, I was like oh my god we've re-signed Adam Federica because they're both Australian both rock the like stubbly head uh, stubbly head is that the, 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 the right stubbly head. <laughs> stubbly head wow he's stubbly head you know, bro, isn't he he's <laughs> is a <laughs> But but the funny thing, not ha ha funny, but sort of tactical quirk, is that they are Lumley and Bizarness, who has come from Sutton and has had good reviews there. Obviously, at a lower level than what we're playing now. Very different to Lumley in that Bizarness is, by his own description, a sweeper keeper. And I don't know if Paul knows what a sweeper keeper is, but the fact that we've got one on the books now and a collection of well four. Goalkeepers, they they posted a picture of them on the Reading Twitter the other day with their arms around each other. It looked like a, a family reunion. We've got so many keepers. Southwood hasn't received great reviews from it. It'll be fascinating to see who lines up in pre season and who gets the minutes. Um, Alex, who's, who's your money on? That? Well, my money is on Lumley to begin the season. I think maybe we might end
1: up seeing uh, Bazanis at some point during the season if Lumley struggles. It would be surprising if Southwood is still here by the end of the window, to me at least. From what he's kind of said, it sounds like he doesn't want to leave. Um, but it feels like the writing's on the wall in a way, especially in the last year, his contract here. It, it, I can't see a way that that really ends well for the club or for him if he's still here in September because who's it, who's it helping? Um, so I, I think Joe Lumley's probably going to get given the, you know, the the uh the starter's job to begin with and then put on like a relatively short leash and if if he struggles or if he's you know making errors then then Bazanis will come in and, and take over. Um but I
2: I'd be surprised if Southwood is is given many many minutes once the season actually gets in the way. I'm just waiting to see Bazanis and his crazy behaviour because we've seen it on YouTube and some that, of the of stuff he does. The, I mean I'm in for that. I want him to do that in a League Cup match. Yeah, that the little keepy up he did over the player last player. season yeah.
1: was fantastic. I don't know what game it was in, but uh, he he's out by the halfway line somewhere. He runs out, taps the ball up to himself, and then knocks it over the head of a, a central midfielder or a winger or something, and then sticks across him from, like, 40 yards out. He's um, like Playing as an auxiliary uh, winger,
0: it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: It
2: was the ninety-four game. So i you know is the modern game. Come on, keep up.
0: <laughs> the the visionary uh, footballing genius that is Paul Lynch has signed the world's first goalkeeper slash winger. Just it's <laughs> brilliant. It's the sort of reinvention that we wanted at Reading and we we finally got it. So he
2: is, yeah. But, and it, as Paul it, Lynch, um as anyone not know that he played for England? Because the club do like to mention that <laughs> <laughs> almost on a six hourly basis. Oh. Oh. Paul Lynch playing
1: for England is the new Mr. Die paid for the training training ground
2: <laughs>
1: yeah I, it's it's, I mean, it's, it's,
2: it's a an non-stop. amazing thing captain england brilliant mm-hmm. but come on you, you get to milk that one dry and you might need that in a few months time so keep it back a bit
0: because they're training at the moment at, um at st st george's park and um they the official account keeps on bringing up by the way look our manager's on the walls of this england training ground and uh, it, even more amusing is what i've been spending my summer doing is basically playing like where's wally but for adults um looking at the training videos from st george's park and and bearwood and saying oh which trialists have we have we have we got in i really was worried where that was going (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no 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 no, it's it's all it's all it's all pg Uh, but no there's it's amazing like every day I kid you not, it is every day. Somebody, some eagle-eyed running fan on Twitter has gone, oh, who's this? Who's this person with a man bun who oh, recognise? Or... Yeah, I was going to
1: say today's today's man bun rumour in the back of, uh, I guess now we can discuss it as well, the new captaincy video for Andy on Who is it? We don't know. But we do have Friendly tomorrow, which is being streamed on Royals TV or Reading FC's website or... Been streamed somewhere, isn't it? So maybe we'll find
2: out tomorrow. But having Andy Udom as a captain is a completely obvious kind of like solution to so even a solution. is just the best idea, isn't it? I mean, clearly Andy Udom should be captain of what we've got left. Um We've got our captain who's technically still there, but we don't talk about him because he's no longer like uh, the positive person that we all want. He, he must not be named. Yeah. No, he must not be named. That is for certain. But Oh, talking about training caps. I know this is slightly diversion there, but I saw a video yesterday from Stoke City, and it had Josh Lauren and Lewis oh, Baker nice. in the same video. And I clicked into it. Honestly, it gave me pain in my heart. It really did. Just imagine what could have
0: been midfield. It's it's a dagger through the heart. Really, I I I'm amazed that you were brave enough to uh, to to click on it. I saw it. I was like, no. Nope keep on scrolling we've got so many rumors that have come up and um and we've, like we we could spend an entire episode talking about who we're potentially signing <coughs> shane long <coughs> who i spotted in the oracle yesterday um oh, the, I the did. One, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think half of twitter has um one which um again wasn't a massive surprise but has happened uh i don't you think Spank. there was any rumors for this one no well <laughs> It, is. it was a formality, really, because, I mean, the expectation was that he he would, because he, he was going to be a free agent this summer anyway. Um, the place that it made most sense for him to be was, you know, the club that happens to have his dad as a manager. But Tom Ents is back with a vengeance. Um, he's also roped along Junior Hoylet to sign for another year, which I think is a, is a great asset to have. Um, do either of you disagree that Hoylet's worth keeping around for another year? I'm really glad we've got him. I know it can be
2: frustrating sometimes with his crossing, uh, not mentioning Alex at Middlesbrough away. No, Holloway, almost losing his mind about that. um, It was, he does add some quality and we badly need experience in there. That's something that we need because we do not want to be playing kids. We saw how badly that went last season in January. We got absolutely savaged. Um, We need numbers in there and we need players who've got, yeah, he did do some things. It was frustrating when I'm thinking about it, like getting sent off in 150th match. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm feeling dark and we haven't even started the season yet. Just move away from this. But yeah, I'm happy he's here because he does add something, definitely. I think we're a
1: regular season. I'd be more disappointed if Junior Hoyler was staying. But given the fact that we know we've got no depth, mm-hmm. there's, there is experience within the squad, but there's no depth at all. I think it's really kind of like a... You have to take what you you have to take what you can get, especially when it comes to having that championship experience. So, I don't think it's a bad thing that he's around. It's just not necessarily like wouldn't be my first choice if we were in like a regular situation, which unfortunately we're not. Um, the squad is slowly coming together at the moment. The we are missing a few positions which we can come on to. We don't have a left back at the moment at all. Hilarious. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess Tom McIntyre is going to end up playing left-back for some of these friendlies, which is not not what any of us want. Let's be honest. I'm sorry, Tom. You're not a left-back. We'll know it. Um, there's been a couple of rumours for left-back so far. Babbo was linked very, very early on. Um, I think Ormond – I think this is how you say it. Is it Ormond Otterwill?
0: Yeah, right. Former Arsenal Youth former Arsenal and and Steven. some eagle-eyed person has spotted his his tattoos on like a training and he's video, so and I reckon he's one he, of the ones on trial. Yeah, he played against Colchester, and then we've had Nicky Cadden
1: and uh, Bolly Bollingoli from Celtic. Bolingoli,
0: he's he's Lukaku's cousin. Did you know that? Fantastic! Uh-huh. Imagine the shirt sales. You know, we haven't signed Lukaku, but we have got his cousin, and that's <laughs> the next best thing. That's got and Lukaku can't and play left back, doesn't it? it? Yes, if we yeah. remember when we signed the wrong Gravenbergs, brother, yeah, it's got shades <laughs> of that, yeah.
2: No, well, I think this like the situation with trans is just going to keep on rolling, isn't it? Who knows how long it's going to go on for? We just oh, not stop, stop it, stop <laughs> it.
0: You, I think it's, it's like psychological warfare having to go on the internet every day and see somebody, well, myself included, come up with another Shane Long. Um, piece of wordplay. We're running out um, of puns this now, aren't we? Let's be honest.
1: The, the, the saga, is, the saga is starting to to drag, and everybody's starting. I think
2: people are they're losing fatigue of, of it.
0: If and he does I, go I to I QPR, think, I think it will I,
2: happen, and that is my I, gut feeling is that it will happen.
0: Well, see, um, I, I I know everyone is. Everyone's tried to be in the know for this, and everyone has has said, "Oh, well, I've heard this," and I genuinely, lads, and, and like, I'm not. Sticking my flag in his hand here. I've I've heard positive sounds, but I don't want you to blame me if it doesn't happen. I'd like to say that the <laughs> same for me
1: as well. Yeah, <laughs> you, two, yeah, you okay. two and half of the people who work in the Oracle, I think. So,
0: <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I
2: mean, I, it, I think it, any transfer, like any situation that we're signing a player, just takes so much longer because of the EFL situation. And what I will say here is, like, next season is going to be probably the toughest season I've seen since I've supported Reading. We can't make any signings, really hard to attract anyone, really, really hard because you can't play any fees. They also know that (coughs) the wages are going to be okay, but not amazing. And that's one of the attractions that come into Reading for the last few years is not it? we pay stupid wages. There's other teams they can go to in the championship, which are far more attractive and take out the rest of Europe. There's obviously places they can go there. But I think we need to create some kind of unity going forward in it, because you look at Derby last season. And one of the reasons if they didn't have the points deduction, they would have stayed up comfortably. And the fan backing was huge. So I think we're going to lose more games than we ever wanted to in this season. But we just need to get to that 50 point mark or whatever it is, 44, 45. And then we go again next season, because at least we've got that kind of like. Little light at the end of the tunnel, which is kind of there. And if we do manage to get through this season, the season to stay in the championship, our can go crazy again. And isn't that a positive idea? Isn't that the thing that really makes us feel happy? But yeah, that's just me trying to bring some positivity.
1: Let's I definitely, it. I definitely feel like this season coming up now is going to. Yes, it's going to be really difficult. We probably will lose a lot of games. However, I think that there's probably a little bit more of an um, acceptance probably going to be built in some of the fan base this year. No one is expecting us to do any better than 20th or 21st. Let's be perfectly honest. If we finish any higher than that, it's a massive bonus. Massive bonus. And everybody will just be satisfied if we, you know, stay
0: up. You watch lads, we're gonna go and beat Benfica 5-0 now this weekend, and all the talk's gonna turn of, of our promotion push. Um, so you know, it's in all seriousness. Paul, you're spot on. I mean, like, I've I've not been sporting Reading for as, as long as you have, but my god, Ouch. like he's not not just not just I know slide dig at Paul's age there. <laughs> that is <laughs> bang out of order <laughs> I'm gonna be, be <laughs> sacked from the breeding ball before the season's even started. But no, it's gonna be like a historically tough season, not just for us, but for any club that's ever played in this division. Um, we just don't have the bodies still, and um into senior has got to get a real siege mentality in place, and and I'm glad we have got some players like Yeardon, McIntyre, Holmes that definitely want to be here and are up for the challenge. And we just need to hold on to that across across the season. And let's uh, let's see what position we're in this time next year. If you want to pencil in a podcast for this time next year, lads, um, you know let's let's book it in in advance.
1: We'll book in a preview podcast for next summer now. Hopefully, it'll be another championship one. Um, we'll be back probably the week before the season starts, I would say, with some more preview content for the season. Um, oh, we've got a
2: lot of
0: podcasts lined up for the week. Yeah, we've got a lot a lot season. coming up before season. You're so the season be, You're going to be podcasted out by the time the season comes around. You're going so to be sick. Don't death worry death about death. that. The podcast will be flying
2: and we'll have some kind of exciting news about the podcast as well coming out in a few weeks as well. So uh, look out for that
1: podcast content galore coming up before the season starts in a few weekends time. So, you know, enjoy the summer break while it's still here because we'll all be back in your ears a lot over the next nine months. I'm sure of that. Um, Thank you for listening and we will be back with you very, very soon. I'm sure. Cheers. Up a fucking day.